Okay, we're starting with Aleph Amun Aleph on the top. We're talking about different introductions to the Megillah. And this one comes from uh, Rabbi Chanina, third line. Okay, we introduce the Megillah from here. It says in the Pasuk, You made a person ride upon our heads. And it's just an Enosh, a person. And we went into fire and water. When did Kaiser go into fire? He threw us into the fire because he wanted them to bow down to the statue. When did Kaiser go into water? We made Paro by Yamzuf. And before the Yamzuf, when they were, the babies were thrown into the water. That died, and we were back to who took us out for salvation. We made Haman. That's when we saw the unbelievable Geula and the Nizam of Hashem. We made Haman. Says like this: remembered the Chesed and the Zamuna all the corners of the globe saw Yeshua's Elokeinu, saw the salvation from our God. Okay, when did all corners of the globe see Hashem's miracle to save us? The only time all four corners of the globe came out against us. When Akashvayas ruled 127 countries. When did all of the corners of the globe see the salvation of Hashem? First very wide line. It says in the Pasuk The lion roars with Dave Shaykh and the beer growls. When the Russia rules over the poor nation. Sagamar, what does this refer to? The lion roars. The lion is coming out from its thicket, from its hiding place. So, Arye refers to Nebuchadnezzar. The beers growls. The other wild animal, Tinyana, the second one. Daniel and Dave is compared to Dave. The Tani of Yosef, Rav Yosef taught, what does the Dave refer to? Elu Parsi, and these are the Persians. They eat and drink like a Dave. And they're overflowing with flesh like a Dave. And they have a lot of hair like a Dave. But they have no rest like a Dave. So those are the Persians. So Dave refers to Akashverish. What? No rest. Yeah, if they're not drugged and sleeping, then they're pacing. On the poor nation, Kleisel is referred to as the poor nation when they're poor from mitzvahs. would introduce Megillah from here. It says as follows: with laziness, the roofer will be weak or will be poor. And with weak hands, the house will have leaks. What's this talking about? Because of the laziness, who's being too lazy to learn. Not like you guys come out on a nice reason called But in those days were lazy from learning Torah. They just went into Golas, they went to Persia. Who became poor because the main schus that Hashem puts into our energy bank accounts is the schus of Torah. 
So Baruch Hu is poor, he doesn't have energy with which to save us. The word mach is a reference to poverty. Someone's too poor to pay for your Eric. The roofer, the one that puts up the beams of the roof refers to Hashem. The Abish is one that roofed the world with his upper waters. So the Bible in Israel, we see that when you're lazy from learning, it makes Hashem weak. It makes Hashem poor. He doesn't have schusim to provide nisiv ras. He would introduce the Megillah from over here. It says, If not for Hashem being there for us, Yisrael says, If Hashem would not have been there for us, we would have been in big trouble. When a man got up against us, usually kings get up against us. But in the story of Purim, it was just a man. Adam v'loy melech. And that was? Aman. When there's an increase of tzaddikim, the nation rejoices. When the Russia rules, the nation groans. What does this refer to? Where are you? Come on, inside. With the increase of tzaddikim, everyone's joyous. We didn't just have one leader, we didn't just have one tzaddik. We had two. Mordechai and Esther. They were full of joy. But when the Russia rules, the nation groans. The city of Shushan was in a state of confusion. Which nation in the world is so great that has a God that's so close to him that when you call out to him, he responds right away. Clyde's well fast for three days and boom! When Abba was hanged. Ravashi Yomamiyako in Anisa Lakim has a, a, a god of any other nation swooped down and taken one nation out of the other nation to build them up. It only happened to Klaiswell. Only Klaiswell was subdued by other nations, exiled, kicked out, overwhelmed, and still we came out. Hashem plucked us out. Hashem plucked us out by Mitzrayim. Hashem plucked us out of Persia. Okay, now we begin the actual Megillah. Here we go. What kind of name is Achashverosh? Omarav, Vai, Vai. Vai is Oivei. You're going to be sold over there to your enemies for slaves and to be maidservants. Shmuel would introduce the Megillah by saying, the Pasuk in the Teichach says, that even when Kleisel does terrible things and Hashem is going to give terrible punishment, Still, Hashem will never be disgusted of us, and Hashem will not reject us to destroy us. So the Gemara says, it's a reference to the follows. Hashem does not disgust by us. Hashem did not reject us. Hashem did not allow us to be finished off. Because Hashem will never abandon His covenant with us. Now, in the times of the Parsian, this is not the regular Persians, this was a different nation called the Parsians. We learned, we learned. Hashem was not discussed by us. We make Kazdiim. Shamatilam Daniel Kanamishavel Tayo. When we've got Netzar and the Kazdiim and you know, came upon us, Hashem had people there with us that showed that Hashem was not discussed by us. He sent out his messengers to be there for us. Kanamishavel Tayo. Hashem did not reject us. Who did Hashem send to be with us against the Greeks? Shamatilam Shimonatani. Hashem did not reject Hashem did not allow us to be finished off in the times of Haman. 
no nation is going to be able to be shalit and klai song. Hashem is going to be there for us in the end of time. Rebbe Levi Yomer, Meyaki, who introduced Miguel from over here? It says, "Like Zerishu, as Yeshviyaretz." You know why we complain the whole story of Purim, all of our tzaras, all of our problems? Because when we came into Eretz Yisrael, we did not properly conquer the land and kick out the goyim. Yeshua Ben Nun left a few pockets of Kananim in Eretz Yisrael, and because of that, we ended up learning from their ways. We learned Avodah we learned TikTok, we learned uh, Facebook, we learned all these different things from the Goyim and Snapchat. And Mamela, they did Avodah and they had to be kicked out of the land and go into Golis. So, Hashem says, if you don't inherit the land entirely and get rid of the Goyim, in the event, Hashem is going to have to eject you from Eretz Yisrael, just like He ejected them. That's what happens. We, we learn from the Goyim way too much. says, what? So Israel? <coughs> you have TikTok? No, I'm saying Israel, like 70% of our enemies are Israel. It's a big problem. What can I say? Yeah. No? Well, I play, man. Gaza. What? According to this Gemara, Gaza deserves that word. What's up with Gaza? Whatever. Rebbe Ha! Gaza isn't in Israel. And parts of Israel isn't in Israel. Parts of. I don't know. I'm not doing card events. Rebbe Kiyom, Rebbe Yaakov, Rebbe says from here. Vayikash demisi lasis lahem. Hashem says, "What I plan to do to Klai Yisrael if they don't inherit the land, Eselachem, I'm going to do to you. What I plan to do to the Goyim, if you inherit the land, I was going to eject all the Goyim from it. But instead, if you don't inherit them, I'm going to do it to you, and I'm going to eject you. That's what happened. Achash Veirich, on my Rav, Rav says, Achiv Shalroish, Echav Shalroish. He was the brother of the head. Who's the head? We see the brother of the head refers to Nebuchadnezzar, Ben Gilish And he had the same mazel, the same mood, the same character as the head. He was the brother of the heads and Nebuchadnezzar Rasha. Nebuchadnezzar was called the head of the statue in Daniel's dream. You are, it wasn't Daniel's dream, but the, the prophecy that he had to understand in King's dream, Nebuchadnezzar's dream. And to Rezidava, you, Nebuchadnezzar, are the golden head of the statue that you saw in the dream. Ben Gilash, and you have the same mazel, the same character as the Rosh, who Arach, Nebuchadnezzar killed, who Bigesh Laharach, Yachashvish wanted to kill, who Hechriv, Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the base of Mikdash, who Bigesh Laharach, and Achishvish tried to destroy the base of Mikdash. Where do we find Achishvish tried to destroy the base of Mikdash? There wasn't any base of Mikdash in his times. It says in the passage, in the beginning of they set up an instigation against Klaisel to stop them from the building of Mitzvah Mikdash. There was already a Pekida earlier. We're going to learn the seventh year Cheshman soon. And they started rebuilding Mitzvah Mikdash. And Haman told Achishverosh to stop them. And Achishverosh started to stop them. If you want to know why he's called it's a lesson of blackening. The faces of the Jews turned black in his days. They would graze such mourning, such a state of depression. Kishu like a like the bottom of a pot. The bottom of a pot gets like black and trenched. Mashkiach Mishiva said, Pshadon, that is, the bottom of the pot absorbs all the flavors of the pot. That's why it absorbs tons of stuff and it changes the color. It says, Klaizol, Achashverosh is trying to entrench them in Gashmir when he invited them to the party. 
to get them used to not just coke, cherry coke, not just cherry coke, cherry vanilla coke. So you have to mamish get entrenched in all the types. Okay, anyway. Zoichra, you wonder why he's called Achashverosh? Whoever would just mention his name would say Ach Larosh. He would say Ouch to his head. Just mentioning his name would give you a migraine. What's his real name? Oh, English is his real name. I like that. Do you believe in the Talmud? Yeah, this is his real name. I know no, the English name. I just want to know. Achashverosh. Axartzitzis. What are they spelling? Yeah. He was called because everybody became rush in his days. Everyone became poor. He had such heavy taxes. He plays taxes. Who? Who? What's it saying? Who? I already heard you the first time, and it's not a right that it should be everyone's death. It's coming to say that he was Achashverosh. He was the wicked Achashverosh from beginning to end. Don't think, oh, at the end he married Esther and he committed, and now he became like a Baljuva. No, no, no. He was bad from beginning to end. Who Azov? We have a similar passage that says about Azov. It says Azov. Who Azov? What does it mean? From beginning to end. Who does Anavira? Who Amelakakas? Who brings him to class of Yatsoifai? Avram. It says the opposite. Avram? Who? Avram. Who be Zidkai? He's a tzaddik. It's a class of Yatsoifai from beginning to end. Who? Aaron Umaisha. He was human in the class of Yatsoifai. David, who I cut it. David was small. He was humble. Who be Katnusim in the class of Yatsoifai? He was humble from beginning to end. Kishem Shibik Nusi. Hiknatsmai. Eitzel Misha Godum. Manu Matera. Just like before he became a king, he would humble himself before anybody that was greater than him in Tyra. Kakba Malchusai. Even when he became great and he was the king, Hikdan Atzmai. He called him Menum Chachma. He still made himself humble and small in front of anybody that was greater than him in wisdom. Havoy Leich. He reigned as a verb. He continuously developed and took the kingdom of himself. He reigned as a verb. He took over the Malchus on his own. Some people learn this as a compliment to rule. So some people take this as a compliment and some people take this as a, as a critique. Those that say that it was a praise, you want to know why it was a praise? No one was fitting to be a king like he was. And immediately he rose in power until he took over. Some say it was a disgrace to him, a critique. He didn't deserve to be Melech, but he found a lot of treasures and he paid his way up. And that's how he took the Malchus for himself. Because he ruled from Hodu to Kush. From Hodu, from Turkey to Kush to Africa. One of them says, one of the world, is on one end of the world, Kush is on the other end of the world. And one of them says, Hoidu and Kush is right next to each other. Now, the truth of the matter is, there were two Hoidus and there were two Kushes. The question is, what is the Pasuk referring to over here? If it's talking about the Hoidu and Kush that are next to each other, then what's the Pasuk saying? He ruled from Hoidu to Kush. It's like he ruled from Flabbers to Borobark. Wow. 
So he said, no, 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 what it means to say is he ruled the whole world as easily as he ruled over these two neighboring countries. Flaps of Burbank. That's not what the Gemara says. That's a nice trap. So similarly, we find it. Uh, it says by Shloim Amelak, who rode the Bukhal Shloim Amelak ruled over all of the overseas countries. Mitivzach bad Aza from Tivzach to Aza. You heard of Aza? So Gemara, Rabu Shmuel have a machlokes. Kadam Tivzach v'Seif Oilam v'Aza v'Seif Oilam. There's two other two opposite ends of the world. Kadam Tivzach v'Aza. They're right next to each other. And just as easily as he ruled in Tizach Dabza, he ruled over the whole world. Sheva, the Esum, Medina, seven and twenty and a hundred countries. First, he ruled on seven countries. And then on another twenty. And then he ruled on another hundred. So he slowly developed his Malchus. Seven, and another twenty, and another hundred. 127 countries. Gained, what? He gained another, first, yes, he gained another 20 and then another 100. Yeah. So, the Gemara, the the First, he lived for seven years, and then another 30, and then he lived for another 100. Everybody does that, no? First, he lived five years, then another 15. What's the Pasuk saying? Just because the Pasuk speaks the small number first, then the bigger, and then the, the triple digits, it's not coming for a drasha. <laughs> so what are you going to say about anybody's age? He lived seven and thirty and a hundred years. First he lived seven, then he lived thirty, and then a hundred. Obviously, he's not coming for a drasha. So the Gemara, Shani over here is different. You are able to dash over here. Why? To cry Yisero. Because the whole Pasuk that says 127 is extra. Because it already says that he ruled the whole world from Aydu to Kush. Why does he have to enumerate and say What's the point of the Pasuk saying this? Since it's extra, is coming down here. First he ruled seven, then another twenty, and then a hundred. Three people ruled over their entire kippa. What's a kippa? A dome, the whole globe. Three people ruled over the entire planet Earth. Is there a riot, is there a riot that the world is round? Huh? Is there a riot that the if you need riots, yeah. So look you gamara the Elohim. Achav, Achashvirash and Vukanas. It's interesting to know that they're all bad guys. Right? When Eliyahu came to reveal himself and he was going to have the big showdown on Harakamel, you know the story? Showdown on Harakamel. He got thousands and thousands of false prophets and he says, come, we're going to prove to you who's the real God. And they made Mizbechais on a, on a mountain, Harakamel, and he made a Mizbech. And they made wooden Mizbech and poured on kerosene and gasoline and every flammable chemical mixture in the world, and they couldn't get a fire. Oh, no, and he went and took a stone Mizbech and poured on water, and boom, fire comes out, burned the whole thing up. And everybody said, Hashem Welekim, Hashem Welekim, and the next day they were doing Avedizar again. Anyway, when Eliyahu wanted to make this showdown, he, he went to uh, one of Achav's men, and he said, tell Achav that I want to have a meeting with him. He says, you're kidding? If Achav sees you, he's going to kill you. And this is what he said. I swear. If there's a single nation in the world that Achav did not send forth his people to go and search for you, 
Now, if Achav did not rule over the whole world, how could he send his agents, his secret agents, to go uh, to all these people? Terence says he ruled. And make them swear, okay? If Achav was not the authority over them, how can he make everybody swear that they, they don't know where you are? If there's any nation in the world that does not put his neck under the yoke of the Melech of So you see that he was the one that was carrying the yoke upon all the other nations. Achashveirosh ruled all 127 countries. So we see that all three of these ruled the entire world. We're going to see now a few others that we're going to attempt to prove also rule the world. There were no others that ruled the world. He did not end with his Malchus. If you don't die as king, you don't go into this list. And Shlomo Melech didn't die as king. You know, Ashmanai kicked him off, spit him all across the globe. Right? You know the story of Ashmanai, king of the Shaitan. He took him over. So he did not end his Malchus on the throne, and therefore he's not counted. That's good if you hold like the opinion that says, at first he was a king, and then he became a simple person, and he ended his life as a simple person. But if you go like the opinion that says, he got back his Malchus in the end, see, he belongs on the list. Why is he not on the list? Of the people that rule the entire earth. He was on a whole different list. <laughs> that was the A list, but this is like the dream team list. He was on a whole different team. He was on a whole different list. Why? Not only did he rule down here, he even ruled upstairs. If he got back the throne from Ashmadai, that means he was even more powerful than the king of the Shadim. Pretty cool. As it says in the Pazakh, sat on the throne of God. I mean, he even had spiritual power. Over the upper realms as well. What? It means that he sat on the throne in the spiritual realm as well. It means he ruled over the Shadim. should be on the list. He ruled over the world. Who? From the kings of all, from the, the powers of all of these lands that saved themselves from me. What are you talking about? He conquered himself, but now you shall lie. Didn't Dayavish rule everything? Dayavish, the king, wrote letters to all the nations, nationalities, and languages. Who live across the entire world. Peace unto you. He was in charge of peace. If he wanted them to have war, he could wage war and kill them all. See, see that he was the power of all of them. So he was, no. He didn't make it across the whole world because there were seven countries that he did not conquer. He established his malchus upon all these foreign nations, 120. See, he was missing. He was missing seven. Hashem has given me all of the kingdoms of the world. Garnish, he was Trump. He was trying to praise himself as if he ruled the whole world, but he didn't. Sounds like somebody we know. Okay, Zagdimar, by your name. Oh, hey. Kishavet Hamelech. When did Achishvesh make his party? When he settled on the throne with the third year of his Malchus. Which one was it? Settled on the throne sounds like right away. But yet the Pasuk says in the third year. 
after his mind settled. Omar, he said as follows, now look at his eye. Belshazzar Choshevetah. Belshazzar made a cheshman of the 70 years of Golos, and he made a mistake. I'm going to make a cheshman of the 70 years, and I'm not making a mistake. Mahi, what's the 70 year cheshman? Are you ready? The 70 year cheshman? Okay, let's begin the 70 year cheshman. Here we go. Mahi. What is the seventh year cashman? The Ksiv the Pasik says as follows Kimalais, Kilafilim Lais Lababal Shivim Shana, when it's gonna be seventy years fulfilled at Babel. F Kaidaska, and then Hashem says, I will appoint you. I will then appoint you. We'll see what this means later on. Then a Kadishbahu showed that he's paying attention to the class. They started some phase of redemption. But uh, right now it seems to the Pasik, hey, that's gonna be the gula. Seventy years of Babel. Uksiv, but there's another Pasik that says, Lamalis Lakharvais you shall I. When it's going to be 70 years from the destruction of Yushalai, Shivim Shana, that's when there's going to be the rebuilding of the base of Migdash. So there's two psukim, and here we go. Let's see Belshazzar's Cheshman. He made a Cheshman of 45 years of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. After Nebuchadnezzar came a king, I like to call him Evil Meroidach. 23 years of Evil Meroidach. What's the number we're up to right now? 45 and 23 equals 68. Comes along Belshazzar, the Tarti today. Belshazzar rules for two years. 70 years. Hashivim, Apik, Mani, the Bay Mikdash. He took out the kingdom of the base of Mikdash. They established when he made a party. And that party was a failure. How do we even know that Nebuchadnezzar actually ruled for 45 years? This is where we get a little complicated. We have two statements. It says that Klaizwa was exiled in the seventh year, and they were exiled in the eighth year. It says Galiswa was exiled in the eighteenth year. It says that Klaizwa was exiled in the nineteenth year. So it sounds like from these statements that there were four exiles, but there were only two. Okay, but if you look closely at these at these Cheshbainis, let's take a look. Look at the paper that we have over here. If you're counting from the Jewish years, from when Nebuchadnezzar took us over, or you're counting from when Nebuchadnezzar became king. Kleisel was first exiled in Nebuchadnezzar's eighth year. But it was only seven years from when he took over Yerushalayim. So when it says that we were exiled in the seventh year, it's the seventh year from when he took power of Yerushalayim, which was his eighth year of power. So I have a statement that says the Jews went into exile in year seven, and the Jews went into exile year eight. It's actually referring to the same exile. It just depends if you're counting from when the Vukadnetsa became king, or from when the Vukadnetsa took over Israel. Okay? But it's the same exile, seven or eight. Then it says also the Klaiswa went into Golas in the 18th year, and the 19th year. It's not two different things, it's the same thing. It just depends. If you're counting from when he took over Israel, it's year 18 from when he took us over. But it's year 19 from when. He became king. Okay, let's go. Here we go through the Kashmir. Zagdigamar. Galu Besheva. When it says they were exiled in the seventh year, it was the seventh year from when he conquered Yerushalayim. And that's what we call Galus Yahyachin, our first period of Galus. That was when the ten tribes went into Galus. That was Galus Yahyachin. But it was the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar's rule. 
They had a second phase of Golas 11 years later, which was the 18th year from when he took us over. It was It was the 18th year from when he conquered Eretz Israel. But it was Golas, that was what we called Golas Tzidkiyot, which was the final Golas, the Churban. Which was the 19th year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. How does this make sense? To Omar Marcus, we learned in his first year of power, he conquered Ninveh. Shniya, in the beginning of his second year of power, that's when he conquered Eretz Yisrael. So it was only after a full year of Malchus that he actually conquered Eretz Yisrael. So that's why we have like two timelines over here. We have like the non-Jewish timeline, you know, so it sounds like the eighth year and the nineteenth year. But from the Jewish timeline, when he took us over, it was the seventh year from when he took us over, or the eighteenth year for when he took us over. And there were two periods of Gullus. One was when he knocked out the ten, the ten uh, tribes, and then when he conquered Yushlaim and did the Chur Mezimikdash, and Yehuda and Yamin also got kicked out. Zagdimar. It says in the Pasuk, 37 years from Gullus Yahyakin. Gullus Yahyakin was the first period of Gullus, which was the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar's power. So it says 37 years from the first Gullus, so it's 37 years from the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar's power. What does that mean? 37 plus 8? 45, okay? 37th year from Gullus Yahyakin, which was the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar's power. And the twelfth month and twenty-fifth month, Nasa became the king of Bavel. He took Yahyakin, the king of Yehuda, and took him out of the dungeons. He was sitting in the dungeons for a long time. I mean, I guess he probably wasn't as bad as Nebuchadnezzar, but he reinstated Yahyakin. The bottom line is he took Yahyakin out of the jail. What he received from here is Evel Meraidach took over Nebuchadnezzar after 37 plus 8 years. So, Tamni, 8 years, Utlazim and 37 years. That's how we know that Nebuchadnezzar ruled for 45 years. As in Meraidach, how do we know that Evel Meraidach ruled for 23 years? Gemara, that's a Messiah that we have. They ruled for 23 years. 45 plus 23 equals. 68. Tati today, two years of Belshazzar, or Shivan is seven years. Omar Belshazzar said, The Jews are never going to be redeemed if the seventh year prophecy is over. <coughs> and they were not redeemed. It's gone. It's over. It's done with the Jews. He took out the cable of the base of Mikdash. It's time we're going to use them. This is why Daniel told him, on the God of the heavens, you're trying to exalt yourself. And the vessels of his house you brought out for you and your party. That night, that night, Balshatzar was killed. Boom. The end of Balshatzar. Darius of Madai took over the Malchus when he was when he was 22 years old. Omar. Omar, you miss the toys. And now, Akashvir says, Balshatzar made a mistake. And Akashvir would like to, I'm going to make a Kajmer not make a mistake. Mixed with the Malchus Bavel. Does it say there's going to be 70 years from Bavel's rule? That was Balshatzar's Kajmer. From Bavel's rule, 45 plus 23 plus 2. I'm done. That was the rule of Bavel, the reign of Bavel, 70 years. But Akashvir says it doesn't say from the rule of Bavel, it says 70 years le Bavel. 70 years of Bavel. That means when the Jews were exiled to Bavel. That was seven years later. 
or eight years later. That's from the first exile. How many years are missing from Nebuchadnezzar's taking rule to the first Gaulus? Eight years from when Nebuchadnezzar first became Melech Bavel to when the Jews first went into exile. So I got to fill in eight years from Belshazzar's party. Right? So he made a cheshman and he inserted the remaining eight years. Chad the Belshazzar, one year because Belshazzar's party lasted a year. Chamezah Daryavesh Vikarevesh. Daryavesh and Kareish had this deal together. It was like a partnership. They had five years together between the two of them. So, so far we got a year of Belshazzar, five years of Daryavesh Vikarevesh, Vitarti Diday, and two years of Akashveirosh. So again, Belshazzar's 70 year party, he didn't get killed the night that. You know, he made he started the party. He got killed the night of that vision. Okay, which is a year into the party. So the bottom line is he made a party seventy years, he got killed after seventy one years, then there was five years of Kavesh. So now we're up to seventy six years, two years of Akashvairaish, we got our eight years replaced. We're up to year seventy eight. So in the beginning of the third year, he made his party. He got 70 years and he saw the Jews were not redeemed. He said, The Jews will never be redeemed again. So he also took out the gate of the Mekdash. The Sultan came and danced in the party. He caused Vashi's death. One second. He made a good cheshman. Why didn't we have the base of Mekdash at that point? But he made a good cheshbin. also made a mistake. He shouldn't have counted 70 years of Golas Bavel. He should have counted from 11 years after that, which was the Churban. That was the final Golas. When Eretz Yisrael would be totally desolate and empty of Jews. And that's where he should have counted from, which was the second Pasuk, 70 years of Churban. So how many years are missing from that cheshbin? Eleven more. Chadezar. So now let's make a cheshbin. Achashvei was ruled fourteen years. So if he made a party after two years, and he was only off by eleven years, right? In Achashvei last year of rule, the base of Migdash already should have been built. Got it? If he ruled fourteen years, and he made his party. After two years, 11 years later, which is his 13th year, okay, going into his 14th, that's when the base of Mishra should have been rebuilt. And it was only rebuilt after he died, two years after he died. So what's going on here? How many years did Akashvayosh rule? Our base are 14 years. Our base of the day, in the beginning of his 14th year, that would have completed 13 years, and going into his 14th year should have been the building of the Mesa Why were you guys being bottled from building the Mesa Mikdash? Bottom line is, it wasn't built till later on. When Ezra and Achemia came, they said, How can the Mesa Mikdash wasn't built yet? We made a problem in the counts of the years. Some of the years that we assumed to be full years. Oh, this king ruled for five years, oh, it was two and a half. They weren't full years. Right? If you were a king and you ruled for like eight months, oh, right. how much would you say? You know, I ruled for a year. And the other king comes in and he ruled for, you know, you know six, seven months. He ruled for a year. Every king, every king is always like getting the bookends to fill in a full year. But really, a lot of these kings only had half years. So we were counting some of these years as being full. 
But really, a lot of these chesbonis were wrong. Well, I'll give you an example. We said five years that Yavash Kavish. Kavish. It wasn't really five years. It was like two and a half and one and a half. So this guy counted two and a half as three. The other guy counted one and a half as two. So we thought it was five. But really, it was two and a half and one and a half. It was just four. <laughs> okay? Rashi makes a question of which ones were mikutais, which years we counted wrong and missed out and counted them as full years when really they were half years. Let's just send this up. Tani Amiyaki, we talk to show you this in the Raisa. It says, There was still another whole year for Bavel's rule. Darius was the one that filled in. When we thought Belshazzar already filled 70 years, Belshazzar didn't even get the 70 years. He still needed a year of Bavel. That's why he died a year later. Because the 70 years of Bavel wasn't even, even up yet. Belshazzar's count was already up because he counted the years as being full and they weren't full. So that's already one whole year that we counted earlier than it was supposed to be. Daniel also made a mistake in this Daniel were putting in a lot of insight into the books. The fact that he said he put a lot of insight into it, he had assumed the base and would be built at a certain time, and it wasn't, so he made a mistake. Bottom line is, we still had a kasha, a stira, between the two psukim. One plus six says, Bavel, 70 years of Bavel, which sounded like Belshazzar's cheshman, the reign of Bavel, or Achashverosh's cheshman, which was Golos Bavel, and we have another pasuk that says, What do you do with the other pasuk? The first pasuk that says, 70 years of Bavel is going to be Efkoi, there's going to be a Pekida, is mean Hashem's paying attention to you. Hashem is giving me all the lands. Hashem commanded me to live nice light by Hashem commanded me to build a base on Megdash. That command, even though it didn't end up happening, that was already a spark of Geula. That was the Pekida, which was 70 years taka from Bavel. I wanted to test those ones.